Support for studio sessions on KNKX comes from OB Credit Union, the original credit union of the Olympia Brewery, bringing pub-style banking to South Sound neighborhoods. OB Credit Union, offering Rainier, Pabst, Lone Star, and Olympia beer credit cards. More at obee.com cards. Hello, it's Abe Beeson with another exclusive studio session performance from the KNKX Studios, this time with singer, guitarist, saxophonist, and songwriter Curtis Steigers. Steigers has had an interesting path in his musical career, starting off as a young man doing punk rock in New York, and then finding pop success, including his hit version of What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding from the soundtrack to The Bodyguard. In recent years, back home in Boise, Idaho, Curtis Steigers has embraced his jazzier side. But for this studio session, Steigers was telling us he was getting more into strumming, bringing his guitar along and doing more singer-songwriter material. Midday Jazz host Paige Hansen hosted Curtis Steigers in our studios, and they had a great conversation about, oh, the good old days and a promising future ahead. And before that conversation, three great songs, including a jazz standard from Sweets Edison, a song that Curtis Steigers co-wrote with Carol King, and we'll start it off with a Dylan cover. Curtis Steigers in the KNKX studios. drinking champagne She's got white skin and assassin's eyes I'm looking up into the sapphire tinted skies I'm well dressed waiting on the last train Standing on the gallows with my head in the noose In a minute now, I'm expecting all hell to break loose. Now people are crazy, times are strange. I'm locked in tight, I'm out of range. I used to care, oh, but things have changed. This place ain't doing me any good. I'm in the wrong town, I should be in Hollywood Just for a second there I thought I saw something move Gonna take dancing lessons to the jitterbug rag Ain't no shortcuts, gonna dress in drag Only a fool in here would think he had anything to prove Lot of water under the bridge Lot of other stuff too Don't get up gentlemen I'm only passing through Now people are crazy Times are strange I'm locked in tight I'm out of range I used to care How about things have changed
Walking 40 miles of bad road If the Bible is right, the world will explode I've been trying to get as far away from myself as I can Some things are too hot to touch Human mind can only stand so much you can't win with the losing hands. I feel like falling in love with the first woman I meet. Put her in a wheelbarrow and wheel down the street. Now people like crazy. Times are strange, I'm locked in tight I'm out of range, I used to care Oh, but things have changed Things have changed Someone and not even know it. The next 60 seconds could be like an eternity. I'm gonna get low down, I'm gonna fly high. All the truth in the world adds up to one big lie. I'm in love with a woman who don't even appeal to me. That's a Bob Dylan song uh, that uh, Bob wrote for the movie The Wonder Boys. He actually won he won a, an Academy Award for a Song of the Year, but it was never on a Bob Dylan album, but it was on my album. <laughs> it was on an album of mine called Let's Go Out Tonight, which came out, uh, well, a while ago, let's say. I am doing something a little different uh, on the road these days. I'm playing guitar. Uh, I'm, I'm being a little more strummy these days. Uh, my previous appearances have been at a jazz club here in town, and I, I, I'm known as a jazz singer. But, of course, I, I first hit the scene as a, as a pop singer, and then I made a couple of singer-songwriter records, and then I made jazz records that included Elvis Costello songs and Bob Dylan songs and Merle Haggard songs. I'm a mess, is what I, let's be honest. Um, but I'm, I'm finding a way these days to sort of put all of the things that I love into one performance, and that's kind of what this is. Uh, by the way, this is Randy Ingram on the piano. Here, all, all the way from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. And uh, from Jersey City, New Jersey, playing the bass, Mr. Cliff Schmidt. Glad you guys are here. Uh, we're going to continue with a song that I... Uh, it appeared on an album of mine in 1999. The album was called 
brighter days, and it sold upwards of 40 copies. It was a <laughs> big, 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 big hit. Uh, um, However, it, it, it contains a lot of songs that I'm proud of. This song, um, forgive me, I'm going to drop a name here. Uh, listen for it. Um, this song I wrote in Carol King's living room. I know, I know. And then, and then Carol came home and she's like, what are you doing in my apartment? Yeah, that's, that's the best joke of the night. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Carol and I wrote this, and um, being that she's a nice uh, uh, Jewish girl from Brooklyn and I'm a, a skinny white kid from Boise, Idaho, we wrote a song about a bus trip from Mississippi to New Orleans. Don't ask me why. It's not called Don't Ask Me Why. I'm just saying Don't Ask Me Why. like a steam bath but as cold as a tomb beneath my skin and I got no one to blame but myself for the shape I'm in rolling south out of Natchez on a greyhound rocking like a cradle I drift fitful off to sleep all alone In the heat of the night and Then I had this dream You were there beside me On the streets of New Orleans Flowers in Come shining through the fog And all the hairspray on the window And all the signs on the roadside Look like tombstones in the corner of my mind Well, I'm the living proof to tell you That there ain't no use There ain't no use in trying to go back home I know I've done some bad things But the worst of all was Leaving you alone Then I had this dream You were there beside me On the streets of New Orleans Loving arms 
song as promised uh, get a little jazzy for you now this is uh, this is a blues it's a, a, a kind of an old jam tune um, it is credited to the uh, legendary jazz trumpeter Harry Sweets Edison uh, he he recorded this and called it centerpiece now the melody is probably a little bit older than than that recording. He may, have, he may have borrowed it in some way. Um, he's not around to defend himself anymore, though, so I won't, I won't get any more, won't get any more ac accusatory than that. But uh, anyway, the, the lyrics to this were written later uh, by uh, my great jazz singer hero, John Hendricks. Uh, anyway, this is, this is Centerpiece, and uh, good luck. That's that saxophone for you out in there, there in uh, Radio Land. <laughs> the more I'm with you, pretty baby, the more I feel my love increase. I'm building all my dreams around you. Our happiness will never cease. Cause nothing's any good without you. Baby, you're my centerpiece. Well, we'll buy a house and garden somewhere, yeah, along a country road of peace. A little cottage on the outskirts where we can really find release. Cause nothing's any good without you. Baby, you're my centerpiece. Yeah, you're my centerpiece. Thank you. 
and England. Pretty baby, the more I feel my love increase. I'm building all my dreams around you. High happiness will never cease. Nothing's any good, nothing's any good without you. Baby, you're my centerpiece. Yeah. Well, we'll buy a house and garden somewhere along a country road of peace. Little cottage on the outskirts where we can really find release. Nothing's any good without you, baby. You're my centerpiece. Nothing's any good without you, baby. You're my centerpiece. Nothing's any good without you, baby. You're my centerpiece. Oh my gosh, that was just so wonderful. Um, I guess first up, I wanted to talk about songwriting. I'm a songwriter myself, mm -hmm. and um, I wanted to ask, you know, kind of that basic question first. Uh, lyrics or melody? What comes first? How do you approach it? Oh, it, it so depends on how I'm writing and, and with whom I'm writing. Uh, there, there are times when it's just a title. You know, you start from a title and, and it grows out of that. Sometimes I'm just on my mountain bike and I start humming a tune and I have to stop and 
say it into my phone, you know, to get it. Um, other times, uh, I write, I have written a lot of songs with uh, Larry Goldings, great uh, jazz pianist and organist, um, one, of the, one of the great uh, uh, musicians of, of his generation, and he also is James Taylor's keyboardist for the last 20 plus years. Um, and Larry and I work in a way where he, originally the first time we wrote a song together, he gave me a cassette tape with a, a, a song on it. And it was basically the whole song, and he, he, he sang the melody, but just with blah, blah, la 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 las except for one phrase. And it, it happened at the same time in the song every time. And from that one phrase, that one phrase became the title of the song, and it became the basis for the, the lyric that I wrote. Um, so that will set me off, just an idea. That, that song was actually called, How Could a Man Take Such a Fall? And he just kept singing that in, in the same spot at the end of each of the verses. And I thought, well, I, I, just, um, my, my, I had just become a dad. Uh, I had just left the pop world and started making jazz records, you know, and playing to much smaller audiences and selling far fewer records. And I was as happy as I'd ever been in my life. Uh, and so I wrote a song, uh, you know, sort of tongue in cheek, how could a man take such a fall? I used to do this, I used to ride in limousines, I used to rub elbows with the, the big stars. And now, how, how could a man take such a fall? So that, and that tends to be how I work with Larry. He'll just send me a, a whole song, and for some reason, he always just has a great title. And so, that, but those are different ways. Other times, I start a song and then I don't finish it. I have about 700 unfinished songs. Um, if anybody wants to finish them for me, I'd be grateful. Yeah, um, actually, speaking of mountain biking, if you follow Curtis uh, Steigers on Twitter, which you should because he's very interesting, um, <laughs> he was mountain biking the other day, and you uh, bumped into someone whose book I'm reading right now, Anthony Doerr, uh, author of uh, the All the Light We Cannot See, oh, which is see. already and, and affecting me because the movie's coming out. I want to read it first. Yeah, you got to read it first. He's um, your neighbor up there, huh? He is, yeah. <laughs> Tony and I met. Um, Tony lives in Boise now. He his. His wife is, is, a, is a Boise girl, and, and he ended up back here. He's from Ohio originally and has lived all over, but uh, uh, Tony Dorr, Anthony Dorr, um, showed up in Boise in, in the early 2000s, about the time I moved back from New York, and we met because of a, uh, something for, uh, the Idaho statesman was, was talking out about a particular book. It was an Ann Patchett book called Bel Canto, and for some reason they interviewed me and Tony Dorr together, and we became fast friends. We became ski buddies, and uh, he's incredible. I mean, he writes this prose that's just so rich and amazing. And then as a guy, he's like, hey, how you doing, man? Hey, he's really sweet and um, uh, quirky. His, his latest book is extraordinary as well. Not only is, the, is All the Light We Cannot See now a, a sort of a limited series on, on Netflix that's, that's playing now, but he, his latest book, Cloud Cuckoo Land, is one of my favorite books that I've ever read. I highly recommend it. It is just astoundingly good. It's beautiful. Anyway, well, I didn't expect to talk about Tony Dorr. Makes me seem kind of cool hanging out with a, yeah, a Pulitzer was, Prize winning author. Yeah. That. yeah, um, so you, uh, that Carol King song, that the, the song you co-wrote with Carol King, yes. amazing. Um, tell us if you can a little story about that. We'd love to hear hear one. Well, well I know Carol um, because I mean. Carol has lived off and on in Idaho for, for her whole life. She's, she had a ranch in Idaho that I think she's, she's since sold, but she, she kind of hangs out in Sun Valley uh, sometimes. But I met Carol uh, because I was asked to sing 
a song uh, for an album called Tapestry Revisited, um, which was all the songs from Tapestry recut by sort of the, the kind of the people who were on the radio at that time. And I just happened to have a hit song. And so they asked me to do a song. And I actually asked, the first song I asked to sing, they said, which one would you like to sing? And I said, well, Natural Woman, for sure. You, you make me feel like a natural woman, because I just thought that would just be such a, and they said, no, you can't have that one. <laughs> And so I ended up recording Home Again, which is just a beautiful, you know, sometimes I wonder if, we ever, if I'm ever going to make it home again. It's just a gorgeous song, and um, I recorded that for that record. That record, I don't even think it's in print anymore. It's hard to find, actually. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, so I met her then because she wrote me a note and, and said, thank you for recording my song, and thank you for saying such nice things about me, you know, in, in the press, and because I was just saying, my God, Carol King to sing one of her songs. And so eventually we met. I have that, that note that she wrote me framed, by the way, of course. It's like, yeah. it's, it sits on my desk. Um, and we became friends, especially because of the Idaho connection. By then I was living out in New York, but we, uh, we actually wrote that song in her New York City apartment on, on the Upper West Side uh, for, for that record of mine, uh, Brighter Days, but probably wrote it in 1998. And it was obviously a thrill and also a, a, an education to sit in a room with one of the greatest songwriters uh, of the 20th century and, and, and this century too. I mean, she, it was just fantastic. And it's just, it just comes out of her. She just sits down and just starts playing this stuff. It's like, oh my God, that's Carole King. <laughs> you can just hear the Carole King. Even, even in that song, you notice that I, 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 I quoted uh, um, um, uh, Felt the Earth Move, you know. Um, that it just, you know, she, she was playing, I don't do that in that ver in this in my version, but she was going do 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 ba do don't. Uh, she was doing that da 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 da. You know, is a Carol King uh, sort of bass lick. So, anyway, she's adorable. I, I love her. She's just what you know. You'd, you'd hope she'd be. She's a she's smart and and cool, and she's a hippie goddess, and she's beautiful, and she's also tough as nails. Oh yeah, fantastic. Love her. Well, then the lyrics are so pretty. Uh, you know about New Orleans and missing someone. I mean, did you? Uh, is that a story from your life? Or? It's not. It was entirely. <laughs> it was entirely fictional. I should have won a Pulitzer Prize for that. I think. <laughs> no, it was just. It just. It just came to me. We. We kind of came up with. Uh, I mean, I think Carol came up with. Then I had this dream. She just had this idea wow. for. Then I had this dream, and then from there again, you know, it just my mind took off, and I wrote most of the lyric once I got home. You know, sitting in a room with Carol King trying to kick around lyrics was a little terrifying for me so I did most of that at home and then sent it to her and she said oh I wouldn't have done that cool that's great you know so sometimes it works that way yeah over 30 years in the music biz uh, multiple top 10 hits um, and you wear so many hats you know singer songwriter entertainer businessman uh, <laughs> what would you uh, say is the most important hat that you wear hmm Dad, actually, I, I, that's the most important. I have a 23-year-old daughter, and uh, she still re relies on me. So that's, that's first, but that's corny, so I won't say that. Uh, um, oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a singer. Uh, I'm a storyteller. That's what I do. Uh, you know, I play guitar really so I can just play songs by myself. That's why I really taught myself to play guitar. And it really didn't come, my, my ability to stand here and play songs, uh, sing songs just playing guitar by myself didn't really happen until the last 15 or 20 years. And I've been doing this for, for 35 years. Uh, but the, the storytelling, especially the older I get, it's less important to me to show off my voice and and to do the coolest scat solo and and I just actually I haven't sung a scat solo in ages. It's just because I'm just thinking about how can I make this song tell a story 
in my own words, even though I'm using the, their words, how do I make these words my own words? How do I make this sound like it's completely true about me? The way Sinatra did and the way, um, uh, you know, Joni Mitchell did, although she didn't really do that much covering, but when she did, she covered the heck out of a song, you know? Um, so I, I, just, I just try to tell stories uh, and uh, sometimes it means maybe singing a little more ugly, singing less beautiful and more sort of, uh, um, I don't know, broken. There's, there's something about a, a, a narrator of a story being a, a, t a bit touched, a bit, a bit broken, you know? Raise your hand if you, uh, any of you watched his um, concerts from ki the kitchen. Is that oh, what they um, were called? Uh, songs from my kitchen. Songs yeah. from my kitchen. Did you uh, during the pandemic? Right. Curtis no, did wow. a lovely, usually, a lovely series. Usually, in my audiences, there are lots of songs from my kitchen. Followed. I, I, about halfway through, <laughs> uh, in, into the first year of the pandemic, yeah. I finally got the guts to do uh, a live stream show. Early on, I watched some live streams in that first couple of months of, of the pandemic, and I thought, oh, I'm not doing this. This Because they, they looked and sounded horrible at the beginning. People yeah, didn't yeah, know how yeah. to do that. So now we're all really good at doing <laughs> Zoom meetings and things. But at first, I saw my friends who were brilliant musicians and singer-songwriters and whatever, and it, you know their, their cameras were screwing up, and they sounded bad. And I thought, I'm not doing that. But I, 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 I connect, got connected with a woman in, in Minneapolis, um, uh, Kelly Lynn Knott, who's also a singer-songwriter and, and musician, um, and she helped me produce a show. And it was basically just me in my kitchen with my dogs, yes. sing, playing my guitar and singing songs, because that's I was just doing that anyway. You know, that we, we had the dogs knew all my songs by then, so I had to <laughs> share them with at least somebody else. And uh, when the mailman came, often it he would come in the middle of yes, the show, and they would just go nuts, and I'd just stop the song and just look into the camera and laugh and and it was really nice it kept me in touch with a lot of people and uh, I can't do it anymore just because it takes so much time and I'm on the road and uh, and it's in my kitchen too my wife won't let me leave all my stuff set up in the kitchen right, she, I have to take it back to the basement to my studio every day so yeah um, well thank you so much for being here uh, you know uh, going back to what what can we do in 2023 to support artists like yourself. Mm. Um, you know, it used to be that we'd get a CD and pour through, you know, a record even, and pour through the lyrics and look sure. at the pictures and see who produced us, who wrote the songs. Um, you can still do that. We can? You can what still, do we do? Uh, you can still buy uh, <laughs> my LPs and CDs. Um, I have brought a lot of um, uh, autographed, uh, you know, uh, LPs and uh, and CDs to sell. I mean, you, there still is that yeah. thing. I don't, I don't bring T-shirts because I don't think my fan, most of my fans, <laughs> don't aren't really T-shirt people. And plus, you have to bring so many different sizes. So that's uh, um, well. I was, I was at the Triple Door last night and heard Dervish, the, the wonderful Irish group from Sligo, um, and they talked about how they just bring um, now they they sell thumb drives, you know, computer thumb drives uh, with like three albums on them but um but usb is changing now now you know everything's going to the mini usb so those thumb drives are going to be obsolete as well it's like what what are you doing to us i'm so mad at steve jobs right now it's just <laughs> furious so go see shows is that what yeah, your advice th would be that's what i that's how i make a living as I, I i play and if you can if you see somebody's playing somewhere tell your friends that's the, that's that seems to be how it works. I'm trying to break my way back into the American market. I've spent most of my career making a wonderful living and playing big, you know, theaters all over Europe. That's that's where that's kind of my home as as an artist. But uh, I love to come to Seattle. I love to you know I love to get to New York City and to Minneapolis and to these places that have 
people who love music and uh, and venues that that support music. So uh, I'm 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 giving it I'm giving it a shot. I'm 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 starting I'm starting back in the in the van. You know, it's uh, like I was 19 years old in the punk rock band. We're just really appreciative that you came here. Let's give him a hand again. Thank you, Curtis Staggers. Thank you very much. Great to see you all. For your time. Thank oh, you. and I want to also. Give a shout out to our fabulous AV crew over there on uh, visuals. You have Parker Blom. Thank you, Parker. And on audio, we have Brian Moynihan way, today. Way, way to go, thank, you, thank you, K and KX listeners. Thank you for your support and uh, for coming today to the studio session. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>